Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be when you are hearing this message. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is episode 49 of Bible Bites, as we are reading through the scriptures this year and just commenting as we share some various insight or some things that strike me as I'm reading through the scriptures. And so in my reading today, I am in Numbers 16 and 17. And I wanted to share just a couple of thoughts about that. First of all, in 16 and 17, they're both dealing with this overall idea of the one whom God chooses, his anointed um, for his purposes to lead people and the people's response to that. And you will see um, how they had a bad response and how God dealt with that. And then in chapter 17, how God was showing them, this is whom I have chosen. So let's get, let's dig into just a, a little bit about this. And I want to point out a couple of things. One is, you know, a lot of people talk about unity and unity is very important. But I want you to understand there can be bad unity, the unity of the wrong kind, of the wrong spirit, or there can be the unity of the Holy Spirit. And in chapter 16, we see one biblical example. There are others, like for instance, in Genesis 11, there are other examples, but in this chapter, in number 16, we see one example of bad unity or the unity that's birthed out of the wrong spirit. This was um, birthed from a spirit of rebellion, a spirit of jealousy. The, uh, you have Korah and Nathan, uh, Dathan, excuse me, Dathan and Abiram that are rising up against Moses and Aaron and get basically saying, who do you think you are? We're just as good as you. Um, how do you claim all this that God's anointed you? We're just as good and, and God's anointed us also. And just this, this pride and this jealousy and this rebellion rising up. And so they were able to bring with them a cohort in bad unity of 250 people to rise up against Moses and Aaron. So I want us to understand the danger of bad unity or, or listening and succumbing to wrong spirits and the wrong influences of people, even within the church, so to speak, because these were all Israelites. And yet there was a spirit that, that started inside of them that they succumbed to of jealousy and of rebellion and of this pride and ego stuff. And God it was not pleased with that at all. He was not pleased at all. As a matter of fact, he opened up the earth and swallowed them up alive. And the Bible says they went down to the pit alive. So God dealt very harshly with this. And the reason is that when God's Spirit anoints us for certain levels of ministry, for certain places, we need to be content in that. And there is no place in God's kingdom for jealousy and for pride and for um, rebellion against His authority and His choicing. He is the one, the Bible teaches us in the New Testament, that He gives gifts and other things, but He does it as He wills. 
He is the one that distributes to the one, the five talents, and to the other, the, the two or the three or the, or the one or whatever it is. He is the one that decides that. And we as his body are to be content in what God has called us to do. As a matter of fact, at one point, Korah, I mean, Moses asked Korah, he says, it is, is it a small thing to you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the work of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to serve him and that he has brought you near to himself, you and all your brethren, the sons of Levi with you? Are you seeking the priesthood also? In other words, why were you not content that God chose you and gave you a beautiful gift and is drawing you near to himself? Why was that not enough for you? Why are you seeking something that is beyond what God has for you? And so, beloved, we need to take those words seriously today and realize that the Holy Spirit anoints us and he chooses us. And we are to seek, as Paul said, the unity of the Spirit. Matter of fact, he said to endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit. There is a bad unity, and we need to avoid that. Even within the church, that can be happening. And there can be a rebellious caucus that's rising up or, or things that are not quite right. And so we need to pray that God give us discernment and that our eyes be opened, and that we will seek always only the unity of the Spirit, that we will be patient and, and comfortable and content with what God has appointed for us and what God has called us to do, and to never do what, what even David later on would not do, when David wouldn't even <clears throat> go after Saul, because David believed he was never to touch God's anointed. God made it clear in chapter 16 and 17 here of Numbers who God had anointed in this generation at this time for this work and to lead this people. He made it very clear and God expected the people to follow them and to accept their place and to be content in that and thankful in that. And then in chapter 17, basically it continues on. God makes it very clear to them that Aaron is the high priest. Aaron is the priesthood line that God has chosen. He has them each bring a rod, a dead stick that has been um, separated from any form of life for a long period of time and it's hard and it's dead. And he has them bring it into the tabernacle before the Lord. <clears throat> and then the Lord causes the rod. He says in verse five, and it shall be that the rod of the man whom I choose will blossom. And so overnight, overnight, I want you to see in verse 8, it says this, Now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went into the tabernacle of wilderness, of witness, excuse me, and behold, the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi had sprouted, put forth buds, had produced blossoms, and yielded ripe almonds overnight. Overnight. It had gone from the process, not just of sprouting, but of putting forth buds, blossoming, and producing ripe almonds all overnight. 
And that speaks of the power of resurrection life. It's actually symbolic of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. But in this case, it was proving to them that this is the man I have chosen. Hear him. He is the one that is to lead this priesthood. And it's the same with Jesus because he's of the priesthood. He is priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And so it's symbolic of the miracle of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and of his establishment as priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And he is the man whom God has chosen. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And not only is he God's anointed, not only is he priest forever, but one of the functions of the priest was to mediate between God and the people. And we have a mediator. He is the man, Christ Jesus. Praise be to God. I pray that this message encourages you today and has blessed you. And I trust that the Lord will bless you and you can join us again for future episodes of Bible Bites. God bless you today.